Little Dad to the Bone, where three dads sit around and talk about dad stuff and wonder how, when yacht builders are working from home, how sales can still be up. Uh, my name is QJ. <laughs> I'm joined by my fellow co-host Sam and Rich. Did I get it out? I always seem you to got get it. You did it. I did it? You got it. Okay. Those S-A-I-L-S. Those are, those are up. <laughs> Yes, yes. So you guys might notice the format is somewhat the same, but might sound a tad bit different. So we at Dad to the Bone are practicing our social distancing, but we definitely wanted to take this time to connect with you all and uh, to keep bringing you this show, particularly in a time where we're all looking for a little bit of normality and a little bit of uh, what we're used to. So guys, how's it going? Just, Just keeping up with the Joneses, man, you know? A lot of home time, a lot of, a lot of time to knock out some projects that's been stacking up, making a little bit of way on the honeydew list, and, uh, you know, just trucking along, man. Yeah, it's been it's been something, man, being home this much. I mean, it's been awesome to be able to hang out with the family and all that stuff, but it's crazy to, to see how life is continuing to go on, yet it has to go on. with. It's almost like life is going on, but all of us have our feet sort of planted in one spot yet we got to keep all the things moving outside of our range you know what i mean so it's just yeah it's been a little bit crazy been a little wild yeah i hear there's this thing called zoom that seems to be catching on i feel like for today today for instance i feel like i spent more time on zoom than i did actually interacting with real human beings (laughs) (laughs) like like in my own family it was it's been it's insane man it's insane yeah, I've been on a, I was looking up a Zoom bingo board for my family. So um, I have one of those um, loud families that whenever we just, I guess apparently whenever we see each other, it's a party. So we had like 18 people on Zoom and every uh, five minutes somebody new would come in and they'd say, hello, Woo! hello. <laughs> hey, go- is this working? Is this working? Yeah. Because- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Aunt Grace, you're in the middle of my story. Chill out. <laughs> yes, we can hear you. Yes, we can see you. <laughs> but then she'd be like, who's that? Is that Tracy? Is that you? You're like, yes, Grandma. Swipe left. Swipe left. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, does it look like Tracy? Does her voice sound like Tracy? It's Tracy. Okay. <laughs> Grandma, Grandma, mute your mic. Mute your yeah. mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, uh, the other part is uh, figuring out how big of a group you can put on FaceTime. How big of a group have you guys gotten on? Because I think the biggest we've gotten is 12. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Wow, I I haven't even I haven't done more than six. No, I haven't done more than six. Really? Same. Uh, I was on a Zoom call of about 10 people, but that's, that's max, but that's... That's Zoom on FaceTime, I think. Yeah, 60 is probably as big as it got for me. Yeah. So we have, like, this, these group of parents that we uh, have a, a, a FaceTime, not a FaceTime, but a chat group with, and we all have iPhones. So um, me being the, the guy that I am, I hit the FaceTime button, and we had, like, a, a 9 o'clock meetup, and everybody's picture was, like, this little miniature, like, square, and it would pop up. And they were, they were moving, so it was kind of like you had to keep your eyes moving because you didn't know who was going to pop up next. <laughs> yeah, it goes to, like, the active speaker, so it's somebody always, like, jumping on and off your screen. And you're like, hit, look, hit, don't. <laughs> Yeah, and you had to keep it moving, too. 
So, um, guys, what are we talking about today? <laughs> so today we thought it would be a good idea to talk about um, really kind of like the different strains that this is putting on on us, right? Like um, I think Sam said it best. We were, we were all talking about the other day. And, you know, um, this is all uh, affecting everybody in different ways, um, financially, um, you know, physically, whether you have to leave or you can stay or whatever it is. But then also, um, you know, I think the thing that's unifying about it is that it's affecting everybody um, psychologically to a degree, one degree or another. And so um, today we wanted to talk about on the show – and in pre-production, just kind of what we were running over was that would be really important to talk about um, the mental aspects of this, you know, first for us, but also for, for our families, you know, this is um, an unprecedented time. Uh, I've never lived through anything like this in my 30 something years on planet earth. And, and I don't, you know, I don't think very many people that I know have lived anything like this. And so it's, it's definitely been something that we've all had to, um, learn and accommodate to and just kind of figure it out as we go. And that's everybody from the top down, world leaders all the way down to, you know, our children. And so it's important for us to talk about how this is affecting us. Um, and so today I think we were going to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's it's crazy because it doesn't matter if you're rich or if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you're in shape, out of shape. It doesn't matter if you live in the north, south, east, west. It doesn't matter if you live in America or anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world, this affects you. You know what I mean? This is not something that's like, oh, I'm exempt because I'm this, that, or the other. Like, everyone is affected by this. And some people are affected physically from the COVID-19, and it's, you know, and that's terrible. Uh, But everyone is affected psychologically and their mental health. People keep asking me, you know, hey, how are you guys doing over there, you know, with all those kids and everything? And I'm like, you know, um, physical health, we're all good. But um, oftentimes my response is, but now mental health, we're touching down because, <laughs> some, you know, some days, some days are, are extremely difficult. Some days are extremely challenging. And so I think it's important for us to kind of recognize that, especially as dads, because, um, you know, I don't want to like play into gender roles and all this stuff um, and like the social constructs or whatever. But, but reality is this is probably the most time um, that a lot of dads have spent at home in a long time. You know what I mean? Just like typically speaking, this is obviously speaking in generalities. I know we got some, some super dope stay at home dads that are um, like hardcore fans of ours. Um, But um, shout out Anthony key, shout out James Schofield. (laughs) I got the keys. keys, keys. Yeah. We, we see y'all, but, but for the most part, I, I think, you know, generally speaking, this is the most time a lot of dads have spent at home with their kids for extended periods of time in a long time, you know, maybe, maybe even ever. And so, you know, th- this is something we pr- should probably talk about as guys is, is what are we doing to take care of ourselves mentally? You know, we have to be the protector of our families and, and, you know, just like the moms are, we have to protect our kids. We have to serve our kids. We have to do all this stuff. We're homeschooling. We're doing all these things. So it's important. I think it's an important conversation for us dads to have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. We were kind of before talking about what we're doing and um sam mentioned his running and i said you wouldn't see it because i've been stealthy about it but i've gone on three different we'll call them run jog walks um i posted (laughs) about them in our stories because 
I just can, hey, can we can we call it can we call it trotting? <laughs> or I think, frolicking? I think the proper term is prancing. <laughs> prancing. There oh, you hey, go. Hey, oh hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, if I want to prance, I'm a prance, all right? But uh, do it, man. Do it. I'm prefer, here for it. I prefer the term trotting because uh, this is like a Clydesdale getting his body to move. It's not like a like a little pony. So I would say it was more of a trot. It, it was more like a. I considered it my own. There's a program, an app called like like a Couch to 5K, and I considered yeah. that I made my own version of that where I ran for a minute, I walked for like five minutes, I ran for thirty <laughs> seconds, walked for like fifteen minutes. You know, but honestly. I wasn't doing it to like st- uh, kickstart my um, health, my physical health. I was doing it because I needed to just like I needed to get some anxiety out of my mind. And you know, well, we joke about the iron paradise here, but for me, like exercising is very cathartic. It's very, um, it's a it's a way for me to get things out of my brain. Ironically, I don't know why picking things up and putting them down is so uh, healthy for my mind. I mean, I, I do know why, because there's a connection to your mind and your body. But um, going on that walk, going on that run, um, I might have screamed a little bit. So uh, no no uh, four-letter words. Maybe a few. No Don't judgment. Judge <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. But having that opportunity to just kind of clear my head and, and just to, to wrap my brain around what's going on, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around what's going on, to be honest with you. So I'm telling you, man, it's, it's nuts. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it too, man. It's like, it's something that we've never seen before and hopefully we'll never see again. It's been, it's been wild. I know, I know for me, um, just trying to process everything, man. It's I think the heart, one of the hardest parts for me, the way that, well, first of all, the way that I've been dealing with you go for runs and stuff. What I do is I like clean and organize, and so I have like cleaned out my entire basement. I've cleaned my and organized my entire garage. Um, now I'm moving on to like the, I did the kitchen, like, rearranged all the counters, all the cupboard. Like that's the way I deal with it. I'm like, okay, I got to do something that occupies my mind. But what's hard for me in this whole thing is like, there's no finish line yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, it started, it's going. And it's going to go for a while. Well, how long is a while? Remember as a kid when your mom would say, like, you're in timeout? You're like, well, for how long? And they're like, until I say. Well, that mean, that instantly meant it's an eternity because yeah, you don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> it could be three minutes, but it felt like 150 hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how this is. It's like when you're going somewhere and you don't know where the destination is, and so it just feels like the longest drive ever. That's kind of where we find ourselves right now because we don't know when this thing's going to end. Yeah, and I think that's the irony of, like, it's not even irony, but that is, like, the root of where I think everyone's anxiety is coming from, because, like you said, the last time something happened like this was back in 1917, which is great in one way, because we can kind of know what to anticipate, but... In another way, it's really bad because we're like, okay, um, we, we're used to having definitive, like, instapop timelines, like, ready in five minutes, ready in two seconds. And I think for the first time in the entire world, we just, like, you know, um, we don't know when this is going to end. You know, the governor of Michigan said that she is withholding the right to extend the shelter in place 70 days. And so, you know, my, the way my brain works 
is to me that means we're probably going to be sheltering in place for that long. Now, I don't have any um, empirical evidence to that. I don't have any research that shows that. But my understanding logistically of how these things work from like a political perspective, they're not going to just say that initially. They're going to prepare us for it, and then they're going to do it. And so um, that's a real concern for a lot of people. And so just having all the ambiguity of what could be and, you know, some of us have experienced our school closing for the year. It's a I'm going to just say it, it's a lot to process. So, uh, yeah, for for me, I'm I'm on like this other side of the spectrum with it where, um, you know, I hear a lot of people that are like, man, it's been really hard because, you know, me having all this time away from people. And like, you know, I just want to get out. I got to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it by being inside. For me, it's actually taken a little bit of a different uh, turn because I'm a little bit, I guess, a little bit more introverted than, than I originally assumed I was. And so for me, the hard part has been being inside with, you know, both of my children, my wife, you know, our dog, all that stuff. And, you know, they're very social. And so they're, you know, the kids are jumping on me. They're talking. I'm feeding one. I'm, you know, playing with the other. I'm, you know, doing schoolwork, doing piano lessons, doing all these things. You know, me and my wife are talking. We're hanging out. We're cooking. We're doing all this stuff. And in me, there, you know, for me, the hard part has been that I, there's now there's nowhere for me to retreat to, um, to, like, think or clear my mind or you know, whatever, because it's like, honestly, I feel like we haven't gotten any less busy, kind of like what Sam was saying at the beginning. I don't feel like we've gotten any less busy. It's just changed the way that it looks. And so having to funnel the, all the all of that into, you know, limited resources, you know, limited time. Now, you know, having to juggle that with, with kids being home and them doing schoolwork from home and all of that stuff as well, um, you know, for me, it's almost been like for my mental health, I have to try to find ways where I can get more, you know, to where I can just like put on my phones and listen to some music or, you know, I can go, you know, I can go walk the dog for 15 minutes alone and just kind of like, you know, not talk to anybody or not have my kid climbing on my head or, you know, whatever it is. So that way when I come back, I'm, you know, I'm fresh mentally. I'm in. It. I have a good attitude, a good headspace about me, so that way I can continue to to do the things I have to do with my family when I am home. So, for me, the hard part is has been just kind of like, hey, you know, you you gotta, you know, it is what it is. Everything's right here in your living room now, and you just gotta you gotta juggle, you know. And uh, it's a different it's a different kind of juggling for me than I've ever been used to. So that, that's been the, the mental thing for me. I have to be intentional about finding ways to give myself some relief uh, from everything that's been going on from, from the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. That's for sure. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, and there's also the good side of this too. I'm being honest with you. I've had some moments where I definitely didn't win Dad of the Year award, but we've also it's been great to be home with the kids, and that um, is true. A lot uh, of quality time. A lot of quality time. Um, I'm working from home, which uh, I'm considered essential, and which is good and bad. But more uh, importantly, just um, 
embracing the homeschooling. The crazy thing for us is like, you know, I, I saw everybody that first week that was like jokingly putting up the, hey, I'm homeschooling, ha ha ha, Instagram posts and like Facebook posts. And like week four, you're like, I'm homeschooling. Yep. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was all fun and games that first week. Like, here, here's us, like, taking a nature walk. Ooh, let's do a research project. <laughs> right. <laughs> now you're like... Go trip. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, dang. Now what do we do? We, we <laughs> took the walk and studied the flowers. Now what do we, what do we study? The grass now? <laughs> yep, I'm fresh out. But I've enjoyed, like, eating at home, cooking at home. Like, it's just, it's yeah. been really a, an eye-opener, I think. For, for our house anyways like we haven't really driven we haven't really driven anywhere that we you know other than get food so just to have that quality time with each other it's an eye opener to what we've been missing out on yeah that's that's true that's a big point i think is is that um you know it's kind of it's kind of revealing to me the things in my normal quote unquote normal day-to-day life that um you know, I was making I was making a lot of time for it and what I never really made a lot of time for and how disproportionate those things were. And so it's been a mirror in that regard. Um, but, you know, a big thing for me, though, too, is, I mean, you know, technology, we, we've talked a lot about it in the past, like making sure we manage it with our children well and making sure that we have the right parameters, even as parents. Um, so we're setting a good example for them with our screen time and interaction and you know, talking and, you know, uh, reading and doing things with our children. But, you know, um, again, with those, um, uh, with balance in place, I think, you know, right now technology has been a big saving grace, even for me, because, you know, I've, I've been able to talk and spend time with friends that, you know, we haven't been making time for each other, you know, whether they live in different States or, you know, they're on opposite schedules, you know, even, that's been a big help for me, just being able to, to hop on, you know, Facebook or text somebody like, hey, I know you got got a little bit of time at some point this week. We all got a little bit of extra time right now. Let's talk. You know, let's spend 20 minutes. Together. I've, I've had so many conversations with people that I've been needing to have conversations with. And that's been very cathartic for me as well, knowing that those people are still there. We're all kind of going through this um, together. And, um, you know, it's a felt impact from everybody, you know, back to square one, like what we were saying, it, 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 it's really unfortunate, everything that's happening. And um, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody that's feeling the physical weight of this as well. And especially for the, the ones that are on the front lines and, you know, doctors, nurses, yes, medical staff, yes. first responders, yes. grocery store, grocery store workers, mailmen, yes. garbage men. All of them, you know, if you're listening to this, we we love you. I yes. appreciate you so much. I feel like we're, we're in church now. I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, but it's real. They, they don't hear it enough as it is, and they're probably definitely not hearing enough right now. But, um, you know, whether you're feeling it, the gravity of it like they are, or you're feeling it where you're an extreme extrovert and you've got to be locked inside of a, you know, a 10 by 10 living room for, you know, 90 days, it's everybody's feeling it. And I think as much as everybody's feeling that and that's very unfortunate it's also a blessing in disguise because it's something that has united everybody in a way that i don't think very many other things could you know it's Dude. it's gal it's galvanizing a lot of people no absolutely i you know the funny part about what you said there are some friends and some people 
who like I feel like we've been hiding behind our time and we got time now. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, how you doing? Right. And like, oh, I'm good. How you been? But I've been great. You, you okay? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's a, I think it's it's interesting that our kids are kind of doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. I've noticed um, my kids downloaded. Do you guys even know? Do you know? I'm sure you guys know because your kids are on it too. What did they download? The kids uh, messenger or messenger yeah, kids or messenger. something? Messenger for kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really, really cool for because, um, you know, some of my kids are more socially um, like social butterflies, you know, and so. The, the the relational side of things missing for them has been very very difficult uh, during this time because we got to remember like you know us as adults we're not the only ones going through this too our kids are going through this too man they're supposed to be in school right now and we think school is just a break for us but really school is important for them too man they get to hang out with their friends that's their social circles that's their relationships that's their you know their uh, chance to just kind of be free and be them and everything and so they're missing that aspect as well and my kids have been getting on uh, the, the what's it called Messenger Kids. Yeah, Facebook Messenger Kids. Can you explain how it works a little bit for people who don't have it? See, I'm not 100 percent sure. My wife set it up, but I'm pretty so, sure. Yeah, Rich, do you know how it goes? Talk, talk about yeah, it. I think I think to my understanding, um, what it is, it's it's run through a parent's messenger already, and so me as a parent, I have set it up for my child to work through mine, so she has to have my permission. And then for and you get to see all of her messages, right? Yep. Yeah, they come to me, and so it says, you know, so and so's, you know, parent dad is requesting that Olivia can talk to, you know, uh, little Bobby on Messenger or whatever. And so it's me lending my Messenger app with permission to her, and then their parent lending their app to their child with permission. So it, it sends me a notification, and I have to approve every interaction she has before she can add it. Um, Which is really cool because it brings security and safety to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it does. And, and accountability. Yeah, because your friends, because they can request their friends too, I believe, because I've had a couple of uh, kids show up on mine and I'm like, I don't know that kid or that adult. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's cute because they have little, like, they have like filters and stuff, like unicorn filters and stuff that the girls can play with. And, yeah, and they can games. do like, yeah, and they can do like games and they can do video messaging where they can like, it's like FaceTiming, but just the kids are doing it with each other. And it's been really, really cool for them as well to be able to connect through, you know, we have Zoom calls and FaceTime and all that, but they get to connect with their friends and all that. And so that's been a really cool resource, at least for us. So my kids are not like, hey, can I borrow your phone and use your FaceTime and all this stuff, you know, because yeah. I'm like, no. No, you can't. <laughs> well, and I want to give you one caveat because my baby girl does it the most. They can talk to adults too, but the adults have to be approved. So, um, oh, okay. Just to be a, be just so you can be aware. Um, yeah, my yeah. my daughter's been talking to my brother, so her uncle, but it still notified me and said, "Does so and so have permission to speak to Olivia?" And then I have to accept or deny the interaction before they can talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but I mean, that, I mean, that, that kind of continue just to continue on that train of thought, like, how do we talk to our kids about this? How do we, how do we kind of coach them through? Because, you know, we see them, I mean, it's been, how long has it been here in Michigan? Four weeks, five weeks four since weeks. they canceled school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our kids have been home for four weeks now, so they're going to start acting out they're, if they haven't already, they're going to start, you know, getting a little buck wild, a little crazy. Um, and those are just when we see them acting out like that, we know that those are just symptoms of what's really going on inside of them, 
which is confusion, which is, you know, frustration, which is potentially fear because they don't know what's happening in the world around them. And so how do we as dads and we as adults have these conversations with our kids? How do we help them along in the process? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Um, You know, I was going to say there's been some great resources that I've seen uh, come across my timelines and stuff. You know, um, Detroit um, uh, PBS has put out some really great articles on talking to your kids and coping. Um, You know, on the uh, Great Start website, we have a lot of uh, uh, things that are going on there as far as like tangible resources. There's been a lot of great stuff that's come out for parents in this that I think aids in a lot of that as well, both physical and emotional needs. And so those things are there. Um, we can write those up on the social media um, for any parents that or dads that would need that. Um, but I would say, um, you know, if you need resources in that or, you know, you're not sure how to approach that or, you know, how much you should divulge to them, you know, there, there's some great resources out there right now, you know, check it out, but definitely don't neglect it because, it's real, you know? And so for me, what I've done is I've noticed my daughter, um, getting a little, little, uh, you know, a Sam would say buck wild, um, you know, here and there, <laughs> buck she, wild. she got, yeah, as I would say, she got a little ratchet, you know, here and there. And, um, you know, I, I, first of all, my wife and I have to remind ourselves like, Hey, she's not doing that. You know, like, like what she's doing might be disrespectful or she might be being short with us or sarcastic with us or me or whatever, but she's not doing that just to do that. She's doing that because this is an outward manifestation of what's going on internally that she, she can't verbalize. And so we had a big moment the other day. Um, you know, she got in trouble. She, I said, um, I said, Hey, she said, she said, um, Daddy, you know, what time is lunch? And I said, um, hey, I'm not sure, but can you, you know, pick your shoes up and put them over there real quick or something like that? And she said, um, that's not what I asked you. Oh. And, um, and I was like, oh. oh. I saw, oh. I said, great. First of all, let me commend you because your timing was impeccable in that. <laughs> um, that comeback was just, wow. You said, I, that I was fire. <laughs> yeah, I was I was proud, honestly. She roasted me. But, uh I said, um, now go to your room. You know, I stopped your phone. I said, yeah. now get up there. Um, and so um, I went up there, you know, I gave her a minute. You know, she's crying. And she's like, but, 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 that's not what I meant. She backtracked real quick. And I said, get, you know, get up there, go to your room. You know, I gave her a minute to cool out. And then I went up there and I knelt down next to her. And she was upset. And I just said, hey, I said, give me a hug. So she gave me a hug. And while I was hugging her, I said, listen, um, has this been hard for you? And she said, she said, yeah. And I said, um, what's been the hardest part about this whole thing for you? And she said, I miss, um, she said, I miss my teacher. And, um, she loves, she loves your teacher. She's got a fantastic teacher. And, uh, Mm -hmm. she said, I miss my teacher and I miss my friends and I just really want to hang out with somebody. And, um, cause our, we have a, we have a second child, but he's seven months. So she doesn't really get to play with a peer. Um, and so, you know, when I gave her a minute and and I gave her time, first of all, I gave her time to process it. And then when I asked her a clear cut question, hey, what, what is it? She was able to give me a really articulate answer. And then I told her, I said, listen, that's been hard for daddy. I have friends that I want to see. This is not normal for me. And I'm right with you. You know, like I, it's been hard for me too. And, um, and I understand. And, and that's okay that you feel that way. And you can talk to me anytime. And, but then I just had to tell her, I said, but you know, 
that was a great comeback you had right there. I, mean, I said, I said, uh, you know, but I, yeah, but I said, you know, you gotta, there's a right way and a right, right way and a wrong way to talk to mommy and daddy. And that was the wrong way. So, um, you know, if you need to use your words to tell us what's really bothering you, if you know what it is, talk to us because, you know, we all have to work through this and it's hard for all of us, but for each other and we love you and so we just had a really like good moment but i was kind of floored because when i gave her a minute to like she thought back to me so i sent her to her room and that was the, the altercation but when i went up there and said so what what's wrong she answered with the actual situation that was wrong she didn't answer with well you know i was asking you what time i was going to be able to eat my grilled cheese and you told me to move my shoe she said i i miss my teacher you know, and, you know, I'm frustrated because I, I can't hang out with my friends right now. And then I think that was great for her because then after that, you know, when she came down, you know, 10 hours later from being sent to a room, um, you know, I just, she came down kind of with a, a new perspective. And because I was able to share with her that it's been hard for us as well as adults. And um, we're all kind of working through this together, but it's okay to feel sad and mad and you have permission to feel how you feel, but you got to, you got to word them properly. Um, we just had a really big moment. So I think for me, it's just been looking for the opportune time to just give her, first of all, give her time to be alone um, and not do the schoolwork and not do all that, but give her, you know, kids need their time to be creative and to learn and to do all that. But then she also needed time to just process and feel how she felt. But then I had to give her time to have an outlet to say how she felt, not just feel it, but then to say how she felt. And oh, so, yeah. Um, Can I jump on that point too and how important that yeah. is? You know, um, we took our kids for a car ride today because uh, th- we've been all in the house all day just doing our thing and going through our, our uh, Tuesday routine. What is our new Tuesday routine? And so we went to my mom's house, and on the way there, my middle child was like, Daddy, I just want to hug Grandma. And it was kind of a sad and surreal moment because my mom is alive. She's here. She's in good health. And, you know the it struck me that my daughter was longing for that but more so the pain she was going through because of it because we went to my mom's house and um we went to uh uh just say hi to my mom and kind of brighten her day and it had dawned on me on that moment that you know my daughter was processing a lot of emotions and like you know there's a lot of this whole thing she just doesn't understand about the coronavirus like why is it, you know, she can't touch her grandmother, which she can see? Why is it we have to keep a six-foot difference, um, keep a, a six-foot uh, distance away from each other? And it's just, uh, it's very tough to to have those conversations, Rich. And I just give kudos to you for seeing that with your daughter because, you know, I think in these times where we're having to acknowledge that we're having a tough time, we have to know they are too. I know... My daughters are definitely missing their friends. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but my phone keeps blowing up every five minutes with a new friend calling them to say hi or a group chat. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, having to be in touch with our feelings and to recognize that our kids are trying to get in touch with their feelings is a big thing. Because honestly, I think we're all having a hard time explaining this coronavirus. And our kids are definitely like, you know, I think the novelty of being at home is wore off. So each one of my kids has come back and said, um, you know what? I think I'm ready to go back to school now. So, and I just wanted to uh, clarify that 
um, when we were talking about uh, going to see my mom, we didn't go into her house. We stopped at her yard, and so she stood outside our fence, and we have a minivan, and we opened up the door, and we uh, waved to her from a distance. So uh, it, it wasn't Yeah, like- we, we actually we, – we did that twice yesterday. Um, my, we drove by two different houses, and um, my kid, we rolled the windows, and they stayed, like, on their porch – and we were just like, hey, miss you guys, love you guys, like the different family members or different friends or whatever. Um, but we did the same thing, just got in the car and drove around, didn't stop anywhere, didn't do anything. It's just for that, we had to have that break outside of the house. We had to get everybody in their car seats, even though we were going nowhere, we had to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because oh, I, I think our kids, <laughs> I think our kids need that release too. You know, like you said, you need to go on walks and. I need to clean and organize stuff. I mean, our kids need that as well, whether it be a car ride or allowing them to go in the backyard and just scream and go, as I said earlier, buck wild and jump around and play and go crazy and just release that energy because, you know, it's important for us to remember as dads that our kids are, are facing the same things we are. And it's it's just as hard, if not harder for them because they understand even less about it than we do. You know what I mean? No, and that was exactly my point, Sam. They understand less about it than we do. And while I think they're cool with being home with us, I think the reason why they're not in school yet, and, you know, my daughters keep saying, yeah. uh, we got promoted. I'm a fourth grader. I'm a second grader. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> quite resonate as much as it will when they get ho- older, the the historical significance of this moment. So, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. It's Coronaville all the way. It's crazy. Yeah, so we covered a lot of ground, guys. We we've kind of gone yeah. far. Seems like we didn't go far, but we did. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's important, you know. Like you you can't. I don't think you can overstate you know the importance of first of all making sure you have an outlet, um, and and you have somebody to talk to. You know, I I'm sure that if I if I popped off on a friend and I had somebody around to just hug me and be like, all right, man, what is it? I could just be like. Bro, listen, man, like this, you know, like this is how, and just spill it for them. You know what I mean? Like we, we all need that. And so, you know, if you haven't, if you've been keeping your um, conversations with your loved ones or your friends that you are in contact with, if you've been trying to keep it light, but you know, you are feeling some of that angst or stress wearing down on you, find one person, two people that you know you can talk to and be honest with, and you guys can just kind of like share with each other and get some things off your chest, you know? you will feel lighter afterwards, you know. Um, even for me, sometimes it's hard for me to uh, to share those real feelings with people. And, um, you know, it it, um, it helps a lot. You know, I've had a couple people and that I've been able to just kind of share with and share some frustrations or some needs with. And, you know, they just – they kind of offer a different perspective. And it just reminds me that, you know um, – Again, I'm not alone in this, and there's other people that that I can I can bounce things off of, and can give me a different perspective that I need here that'll kind of lift me up a little bit, you know. Or in the very least, at least. You are not alone. Yeah, right. right. Oh, that's a good one too. That's a bop. I'm here with you. Just don't watch the video. The video is weird. (laughs) Oh yeah, isn't Lisa Marie Presley in that one? Yeah, it's like. That's tigers and togas and yeah, weird, but rich to, to, to your point, it's cool too, because this is such a unique time in history and the way that this is affecting everyone in the world, it doesn't even have to be loved ones that you're having contact with and talking to about these things. I was on the phone, 
uh, two days ago with Consumers Energy, who does gas here in Michigan. But I was talking to a lady from Baltimore City, and she was talking about how things are in Baltimore and how it affected a police department. And it took us about, I don't know, 8 to 12 minutes to figure out the Consumers Energy stuff. But we spent another 15, 20 minutes talking about the effects this is having. We talked about Palm Sunday. She was a, she was like this this old church lady, and so she was talking about her church, and she was talking about the police department and how things were in Baltimore and asking how things were in Detroit. And it was just such a surreal moment of like, man, I would have never talked to this lady. I would have never – we would have never had this connection. So I, I think it's important for us to realize and look for the opportunity in the midst of all this junk. Because we can easily get so downtrodden and be like, man, this is just so terrible. But there's all these opportunities to connect with people. There's all these opportunities to connect with people you've never connected with before or, you know, family members or friends or whatever. And, um, you know, for those of us out there who maybe don't have anybody to talk to, don't have anybody to connect with, um, you can connect um, with a therapist. We have a resource for you that we can give you right now and we can probably put the uh, in the uh, page stuff, but if they just want to email feedback at greatstartwaying.org, we can uh, resource them and connect them with a therapist for someone to talk to on a more professional level if they're feeling like that's something they need and don't know where to go, don't know where to turn. Because, Rich, like you were saying, it's so important to connect with people in this time of isolation. It's so important to connect relationally and communally, even though we're having to do it digitally and you know social distancing and all that we still need to have connection with people. And so if you're in need and you need someone to talk to, feedback at greatstartwayne.org. And we can hook you up. We can put you at, place you in the right direction. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say it again because did you know they say now you have to hear something 20 times for it to connect? connect? So You should say it 17 times in a row because I, I said it three. You say it 17. Go. I will not. I will just say feedback <laughs> at greatstartwayne.org is a place to connect. Uh, you do yeah. have to uh, live in Wayne County, in Wayne County, Michigan. So I see you, Washington. I see you, uh, Wayne County, Washington. Uh, but no, <laughs> you have to live in Wayne County, Michigan, and it's feedback at greatstartwayne.org. Uh, guys, I to everyone listening, uh, I can't tell you the importance of and the help that speaking to a counselor, speaking to a person, speaking to a stranger can provide, particularly in times like this. Every conversation I have, be it professional or personal now, starts first with, how you doing? So before we get to any business of the business, we talk, we say, how you doing? Because we realize that it is, um, it's a tough time in the world. And so to, to Sam's point, you know, take this opportunity, connect, you know, to Rich's point, we, we have to connect, but also recognize where we are, both from a good and a bad perspective. And it's okay to not be okay. So I'm going to just say that it is okay to not be okay. These are That's different huge. times. It is not what it was uh, five weeks ago. It is not what it was two years ago. So know that you can do that mental check-in with yourself and say, I'm not okay. You can go to feedback at greatstartwayne.org if you live in Wayne County. If not, you can look up resources um, for yourself. There's this thing called uh, Google. I'm sure there's some other resources too. But, uh, hey, last, last thing I'll say to chime in, if they need other like material resources, physical resources, food, blah, 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 they can go to greatstart.org slash find help. What is it? Greatstart.org slash find help. And there's a ton of other resources on there like physical resources, um, you know, food resources, double up buck stuff, whatever. 
ton of stuff on there too. Greatstart.org slash find help. Thanks, Rich. So, and I, I'm getting, I got to be getting close to like 20. It's because, again, the other one was. You said it a bunch. I'm proud. I'm proud. Yeah. You know, it, you got to keep, it's almost like getting into a rhythm. So, if you're, you're doing great. County, <laughs> you need to connect with a therapist. Again, you can email feedback at greatstartwayne.org. So, guys, uh, just know that myself and the gang, we are still here with the social medias. Rich, do you want to hit them with the social medias? Yeah, hit, hit us up on all of them. You know, that's another great way to connect. We're trying to post real-life stuff on there, suggestions, ideas. We're sharing things that other dads are um, showing us that they've been doing with their children to pass the time and to stay creative. And so um, you can tag us in anything, or you can follow us on any of the platforms. It's facebook.com slash dad, the number two, the bone podcast. And then the same on Instagram. It's at dad, the number two, the bone podcast. And uh, I hear YouTube is a thing as well, um, and that's um, Dad, the number two, The Bone Podcast. So check us out on social. All right, guys. Well, until then, stay safe and um, stay. Is it stay in the house? Is that the slogan? Stay home, stay safe. Stay home, stay safe. Wash your hands. And wash. Oh, please. Sing the ABCs. Dude, uh, I heard The Rock sing, what can you say? You're welcome. But uh, wash those hands.